0: In the heart of the River Kingdoms lies an old Pathfinder Lodge once thought lost, a Lodge shrouded in secrecy and mystery, driving many to believe that its goals are not that of exploration, but of more nefarious purposes. Recently, an unknown Venture Captain has reopened the Lodge and recruited a new group of Pathfinder agents to do its bidding whether their goals are to benefit the society or something much more sinister is yet to be seen welcome to tales from the black lodge
1: hey everyone welcome to roll for combat tales from the black lodge i'm your gm and host steven glicker And in this week's episode, we start a brand new tale, Lodge of the Living God, with a brand new special guest. This week, we have Jefferson J. Thacker, also known as Param, from the No Direction Network, joining us in this madness. Madness, I tell you. So this is a really weird week for me. First of all, Gen Con was online, which was well, fun, don't get me wrong, I definitely enjoyed Gen Con Online but it definitely wasn't the same thing. I beyond missed going to Gen Con. I love Gen Con. Yeah, it's a total monstrosity, and there's a billion people there, and it's gotten way, way, way too big these last few years, but I don't care. I love it. I love going to Gen Con. I get to see everyone and hang out. It's just an awesome time. I look forward to it all year long. So when this was canceled, it's like... Every holiday in the world was cancelled together. Take all your favorite holidays, take Christmas, take Halloween, take summer vacation, you name it. Put it all together and then cancel it. Now, I get it. The world's in a bad place and we couldn't have done it. I mean, have you been to Gen Con? Well, even if you haven't been to Gen Con, you can imagine what it's like with a hundred thousand people smushed together and the convention hall is so crowded at times that it takes you 30 minutes to go a hundred feet so of course they couldn't have Gen Con everyone knew that but that doesn't mean it wasn't disappointing to have it canceled now, Pizocon getting canceled, that also stung really, really bad because I actually kind of thought they might do Pizocon. because Pizocon is much smaller. It's really spread out. Hopefully, they can get their act together and do it next year. I think with social distancing and masks in place that you actually could do Pizocon next year. So what does the future hold? Who knows? I've been checking out all the cons I usually go to. I go to PAX Unplugged, I go to PaizoCon, I go to GenCon. I was actually gonna go to Origins this year. I was gonna actually start increasing the number of cons I was going to go to. This was the year that I was going to start going to more conventions, and of course I ended up going to none. But at least something was done online. I know a lot of people got to play the special. This is the first time I didn't run the special for Gen Con in... I can't even remember 10 plus years. Not only did I not run it, but I didn't even participate in it because I was busy that Saturday. I'm actually kind of upset. I want to know what happened. I did not even get to read the adventure. So if, uh, if someone could tell me what happened, I'd be very curious to know what happened in the Pathfinder and the Starfinder adventure. I run every year. I run the Pathfinder and the Starfinder adventures the specials at Gen Con. It's my favorite thing. In fact, I used to run, like, everything, like anyone would. But I've gotten to the point that I just run the specials and only the specials, and that's all I do. And I really look forward to it, but uh, I couldn't do it this year. Uh, Maybe next year, even if it's online, I'll try uh, try to schedule a little bit ahead of time and do it. Of course, we got to play our game with Luis Loza. This is the same crew, the Black Lodge crew, and we did a quest, and I added some more gambling into the quest. If you're starting to notice a theme, is that the Gen Con game had gambling, the Paizo Con game had gambling, the first game with Eric Amona had gambling. I kind of like having gambling in my games. It's... It's just fun. It's a fun little distraction, and if you get a good game going, it's, uh, it's very interesting to see how people get swept up into the gambling, because gambling just has that effect on people, and when you have a combination of a game within a game, I always find that fun. The play within a play... The TV show within a TV show. Anything like that always fascinates me. So I always like the game within the game. In fact, I'm going to try to figure out for next PaizoCon or Jen or whatever, do a game within a game within a game. That is what I'm going to try to do somehow to get it multiple layers. Sort of get an Inception vibe, but for role-playing. few other things going on. I am out of power. That's right. The Northeast was hit by a storm And I thought it was going to be a nothing thing, and yet everyone in this area is out of power. So I managed to grab my laptop, and I had to spend several days getting all the software and everything from my desktop onto my laptop so I can actually edit and make the show happen on time. And good thing I did, because I've been meaning to do this for a long time, and nothing quite like a blackout to force you to make your podcast work on a remote laptop to get you going. So this is coming to you live from a hotel room in the middle of nowhere. I don't even know where I am right now. So if it sounds a little different, that's why I'm in a different room. This also means the video portion of the podcast, the YouTube portion, might be a little late because I managed to get everything set up on my laptop except the video editing suite. Unfortunately, I did not have that all in the cloud. I keep everything on the cloud for backup reasons and also in case this happened but the video stuff I don't because it's a little too slow to keep on the cloud I do the video all local so I got to get that done I'm going to have to figure out then when that's going to go up so that might go up when uh, I get power back which who knows the last time we got hit by a major storm I lost power for over two weeks I am hoping I'm not going to have to go two weeks without power this time as well I also do want to mention that this Tales from the Black Lodge crew We are going to be taking the same crew and we are going to be running Agents of Edgewatch. Everyone rolled up their characters. They went very, very heavy into the APG, the Advanced Player's Guide. So you're going to see a lot of those options. I'd say almost every character was built either completely using those rules or mostly using those rules. So you're going to see a lot of new options, including new ancestries, Feats, powers, you name it. Everything you can imagine, it's going to be in there. The other thing about this new adventure path is I've read most of them. And I will say, I really wanted to run this one. I know it's controversial, but the adventure itself is so freaking good. The actual game mechanics and the adventure and the mystery and the dungeons and the monsters are so so good. I couldn't resist. I'm actually heavily rewriting some of the rules on how the guards work and how loot works because I feel the way it's set up is really poorly done. I'm actually shockingly poorly done, but the good news is I was able to talk it out with the fellers and we figured out a nice alternative to make it flow within a story that they can still be kind of city guards, but to make sure they're always on the up and up That they're always on the up and up, that they are being lawful, that they are doing the job as you would see in a traditional fantasy novel of them actually being good guys and always being the good guys. And if there's any time that they even wander into bad guy territory, they will be dismissed from the guards. And we figured out a way to do this very realistically. So you're going to see, we're going to get into that. But it's, it's going to work out pretty well, I think. And to be honest, here's the weirdest part about that adventure path. Very small portion of the adventure path has to do with the guards and this whole guard aspect. There's so much more to this adventure path. The mystery part, there's tons of social interaction. There's a lot of investigating crimes and figuring out clues and to investigate leads. It's, it's so much more. I, I kind of am stunned they undersold those aspects of the adventure path. In fact, I would say the guard aspect takes up like 5% of the adventure path. And everything else is 95% of it is all that cool stuff. And this is the weirdest part of all. It is super, super hardcore horror. I mean, like, the hardest of hardcore horror, which I like. And everyone on the show really enjoys quite a bit. Now, I'm not going to make it disgusting, and I'm not going to make it uncomfortable for anyone who listens to this. I try to make this a family show. But I am definitely going to keep that in the game and I'm going to keep that in the show. I'm going to try to tone it down in pieces here and there. I am curious to hear what you think. Again, I'm not going to do disgusting stuff, but there is some pretty serious topics they get into because it is about crime. And some of these crime scenes are quite disgusting and can be extremely disturbing. But we're going to start that in a few weeks and expect that to appear on the feed in the beginning to mid-september look for it there i think you're really going to enjoy it it's uh it's going to be a big departure from anything you've probably ever heard before because it just goes in really interesting directions it's unlike any adventure path i've ever run the closest analogy is kingmaker not that it has anything to do with Kingmaker, but it's so many people enjoy Kingmaker because it's just so different. It's something you've just never done before. You never get to see or do in an adventure path or role-playing game. This is very similar, and that's why I really wanted to do it. You're doing stuff you just never get to do in an adventure path. And in a weird way, playing a truly good guy And being on the side of law and trying to take people in using non-violent methods and not always killing the bad guys and actually arresting them and bringing them to justice is something we've always wanted to try to do. But the system doesn't really lend itself well to that. Unfortunately, the crux of the game is you go hunt down monsters and bad guys, you kill them, you take their loot. So how do you change that? You'll see. We figured out a way that I think it's going to keep the integrity of the game while keeping the game mechanics of bringing people down, in this case a peaceful way, and getting loot and rewards to make it all work. I'm very excited. So quick show notes, don't forget, do check out Jason's reviews. He just did a review of Lost Omens Legends. He did one of the Advanced Player's Guide. You can see all of that on worldforcombat.com. Do check out our Patreon if you want to actually listen to us playing this. If you want to hear us, just $10 and you can get a private link. And whenever we're playing, you can actually hear the new adventure path from day one, from the very beginning. You're going to be weeks up now, months ahead of what is posted on the podcast channel. That's right. But for five bucks, you get the podcast early. So that's all you need to do. Also, don't forget our Discord channel. We're almost up to 300 games. As always happens after Gen Con or these conventions, a huge number of people want to play more games. So I've been going in there, going crazy, adding more games left and right game, 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 game after game. It's just been crazy. So check that out. But this has been a long intro. I thought it was going to be a short one because I'm in a hotel room. Anyhow, with that, let's get to this week's new exciting episode. So once again, we are here with the crew of Tales from the Black Lodge. Once again, we're here with Mr. Peepers, Nella, Thorgrim, and Knox, And a new special guest, someone we've been trying to get on the show for a long time but have not been able to until very recently because they are very busy with a billion things and then some but we're recording this right after Pizocon online and suddenly this person doesn't have as much to do and that person is Param welcome Param to tales from the black lodge
2: uh, good to be with you. And yeah, I thought that this whole thing was cursed, but you uh, had a readied action to surprise attack me immediately after the con. That's true.
1: It's it's It was right after the con, and I'm like, you can't possibly be busy now. You are done, so could you play for a little while? And you're like, yeah, sure, why not?
3: And now that he knows the secret, he's going to be asking you every single year <laughs> after every big event.
1: No, nah, I've been asking for a while, but, you know, things come up and yeah. he has a recording schedule. We have a recording schedule. It's it's hard. Uh, it's hard to get the celebrities on the show, right? Yeah. <laughs> but with that, let's go around the horn and introduce everyone to the infamous Black Lodge, starting with the most infamous one of all. Mr. Peepers. Lady Luck, they call him, because he seems to fall into it every single time.
3: Hi there, my name is John Statson. I am playing Mr. Peepers, and I had one good episode where I hit a lot of crits, and that's why they're referring to Mr. Peepers' luck. So normally he has he has a hard start in a lot of these adventures, but he had had some luck. Uh, If you in case you didn't know, Mr. Peepers has earned a reputation for finding trouble where there shouldn't be any. He's someone with no sense of self-preservation. He is happiest when starting over with a clean slate and uh, he's looking forward to the new adventure.
1: And then, of course, we have everyone's favorite animal lover, Nella. Hello, Nella. Hello, the falsetto was an interesting choice. Uh, My name is Jason McDonald. I play Nella Amberleaf, a half-elf druid of the Wild Shape School. Um, Still working on the whole Wild Shape thing. Right now, all I can do is kind of turn into small animals. So most of my antics are lighting things on fire and hitting them with a stick. And I am surprisingly easy to get on the show because I'm pretty much always here. And then, of course, we have Thorgrim the Lion. You would not know it, but he's supposedly a champion. Although I think they're making a new character class called Chicken.
4: Chicken, chicken. (laughs) Uh, As you know, a lion is is known for its its bravery and uh, lack of cowardice. And so Thorgrim Stoutbrew exhibits all of these characteristics. Dwarven Champion Redeemer of Day. And he is looking to meet out uh, truth, justice, and the Pathfinder way.
1: And then, of course, we have Nyxnox. Not the goblin. Not a goblin. Nixnox looks like a goblin, smells like a goblin, acts like a goblin. But he's actually made of fire.
5: Yeah, I'm wondering. It does he actually smell like a goblin, or does he smell like like a burning ember, brimstone, or, or, or like old cigarettes? You <laughs> describe might. him as goblins. Knox. Nix creature of magic, uh, wizard's pet turned adventurer. Actually, uh,
1: actually, that could be the cologne goblin. Yeah,
5: that's true. Goblin. <laughs> uh, oh my god, what a great cologne, goblin. Oh, a goblin, goblin-esque. Goblin-esque. <laughs> uh, he is a creature of fire and a creature of shadow, a sorcerer who wields flames and power, the power of electricity to uh, burn his enemies. And uh, I think that's it. And that's it. That's it. And then we have the special
1: guest, Param. Who is running? Oh man, I'm I'm very curious to hear about this character. What what are you running today?
2: Also known as Jefferson J. Thacker, and I will be playing Ducker Nightshade. It's good to meet y'all. I'm the protector of the neighborly and uh, the you know the the assaulter of the ain't up to no good. Ducker is his name. Uh huh. it's Ducker. Ducker Nightshade. But you can just call me Duck if you want to.
1: Oh boy, you guys are in trouble now. You got uh you got a good old boy
2: with you. Although Ducker is isn't Ducker a halfling? Sure is. Three foot six inches and proud of every pound on it. All right. <laughs> well
3: we've got oh uh,
2: I've got a cousin. How you doing, cuz? I'm doing just perfect. <laughs> Evidently I'm supposed to keep y'all out of trouble and at least partially breathing.
3: Oh, we're always out of trouble. We don't know how to find trouble if we wanted to find trouble. I don't. I don't. We don't even know how to do that. So I I think you got an easy run with us.
2: That's good. I I enjoy a nice, neighborly stroll through the
3: countryside.
2: Oh boy!
3: Hopefully, we'll be going through the countryside, Stephen. Does the water
1: sound like countryside? Every single adventure. No more Seems water. Seems to be water-based. Will it happen <laughs> once again? We will see. Now, as we all know, all adventures have to start somewhere. So let's see where this adventure starts. No way.
4: <laughs>
5: On the water again? Really? Are, are we are, are we going out to the water again?
3: Guys, just, you know, it's, it's a meta thing. It's always, there's going to be water in every adventure. Just...
4: Good thing you took that feat. I, well, I have to
5: change my whole attitude about it. I, I have to start thinking <laughs> myself. I have to start. I start. You know what I have to do? I have to start channeling one of those uh, deep sea vents. You know, those volcanic vents, right? The wa- where the water and the fire mix into it, like into a pyroclastic fury. That I have to start. I have to start. I have to start embracing that. I have to be able like, to yes, be a more s- water.
3: You need to be a steam goblin, is what you need to be.
5: But you know, the minute we
1: actually... The minute we actually start building our characters in the direction of water adventures, we'll never do a water adventure again. Oh, that's right. true. We'll be in yeah. a desert immediately. Murphy's, Murphy's Law. <laughs> well, the next ten adventures will be in Volcanoes. Yay! So, this adventure, you begin as passengers on board a ship. The Queen of Elizabeth, a river sloop that's headed for the hamlet of Prophet's Rest in southern Rasmere. You have uh, been traveling for quite some time on the water, and you were given two letters relating to your mission. One was a mission briefing from Venture Captain Hallgren Smile. He's a uh, Dwarven smith. And then another one is from the Envoy's Alliance faction leader, Folan Bernard. And if someone wants to look at those and read out loud so our listeners know what the heck you guys are doing here,
2: feel free. Take a crack at it. My ciphering's pretty good. Go for it. All righty. Uh, this one's from uh, Old Mr. Smine, uh, the first letter we get. It says Greetings, Pathfinders. I was recently contacted by a high ranking priest of the so called God of Rasmir. With an intriguing but troublesome offer. He claims to have his government's permission to help us set up the first Pathfinder Lodge in the nation of Masmoran. As Pathfinders have been banned from Rasmoran ever since 50 odd years ago, uh, the possibility of once again having access to that land is one we just can't ignore. But I don't trust the theocratic Rasmiri government, all they care about is praising the name of their fake god and keeping the common people poor and ignorant while they live on Harkin the hog! Though I can't imagine that they see the society as anything but a nuisance, the agreement they offer seems reasonable. Despite my misgivings, I have ordered the investigation of the proposed location. I have chartered your passage on a ship headed to Rasmere to meet this high-ranking priest in the village of Prophet's Rest a hamlet on the glass river just west of Zur. The priest's name is Narson, and he's expecting you. Help secure the location of the lodge, make any necessary repairs, and hire some locals to help you hold it for next month or so while I organize more permanent staff. I'm sending you a significant sum of cash to pay the local workers, buy any construction, and grease any palms y'all need to. I'm also including a few dozen bulbs of some magic cow plant called the Whispering Lily. These here were given to me uh, years ago by a Chalaxian associate, and once planted the flowers, have the ability to transmit sound to their sisters here in Tymon. Plant them in secret around the new lodge, and we'll be able to keep better tabs on what's going on there with the locals once y'all leave. Good luck now. Hog and Smine.
3: Nice. Very good.
2: That's like
4: a telephone, huh? The yeah, plant. it's basically the it's plant. basically
1: like a telephone. The plant. So you have been given a mission briefing. Of uh, Resmirian has not had a Pathfinder lodge in at least fifty years. It's an incredibly closed society. It's so and cool, the Resmirians. I know all about
4: it. It's so <laughs> getting,
1: good. Getting a lodge there is a big, big boon. So you are being dispatched there to set up the Lodge. You are also given 150 gold pieces. What? That's two runes right there. Three (laughs) runes. I know. To help pay for the renovations to the Lodge. So that there is not for you, not for drinking, not for partying, but for paying people to help you build it. And fix it up, because that Lodge is probably in really, really bad shape. And there was another letter, if someone wants to go and talk about that letter and give us the
3: lowdown on that one. I see it. Okay. My dear allies, with the death of so many of the Siege of Gallowspire, the Envoy's Alliance must redouble its effort to recruit new members for the Society Rizmirin is a completely untapped source of new recruits. And although I know that Smine wishes you to find someone who will serve the new Rizmiri Lodge as guards and servants, you should also be on the lookout for anyone who might have the potential to one day become a full pathfinder. Sadly, Rizmirin is a land where few can count it on to report our secrets to the government. So I send you on a delicate mission. Seek out the locals and gain their trust. Once you think you have it, try to ascertain whether or not they can keep a secret from the government. If they are trustworthy, give them one of the special tokens I have included with this missive. And tell them to return it to the Pathfinders of the Lodge once it is fully established. It will serve as a marker to those who come after you of... Yeah, yeah, Resmiri's trustworthiness. These markers are imprinted with the holy symbol as Resmir of Resmir and should not arouse suspicion. With your help, we will return the society to its former glory. With greatest respect, Fola Baron.
4: They want us to recruit some people after we get the place established that we can trust. Yeah. Problem is, like, these rasmiri, like the, the so-called priests. They're very yeah. There's uh, Narcs.
3: They, we gotta watch watch out for the narks. Is gonna well, no. The us? thing is, they're, well,
4: they're
5: like they're like they
4: Yeah, they're fraudulent. Like they they are um, they pretend to be priests and clerics, and they're actually sorcerers mimicking the abilities. But of, it, but of, we're, of a cleric.
3: we're we're avoiding people who are going to report on the government, right? If well, I they read. want
4: people, they
2: want people that we can recruit to
4: become pathfinders
2: someday. it Looks like. You gotta have some a little bit more, more trust trusty in some people. I mean, we can't just assume that they, that 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 religion's all hog, hogwash and no gobbledygook.
3: It says sadly, Rosmarion is a land where few can be counted on not to report our secrets to the government.
4: And they worship a living god. Like their god is
1: their leader, right?
2: It <laughs> sure does make church services easy. Should I roll really <laughs> skill religion to?
1: I can do it for you. I can tell you what you know in character. They're so Ford cool. I, I'm, I'm
4: a big fan of that
1: of those of these people. <laughs> Let's see. What do you know about? That's deception. That's not the right thing. Hmm? No, I read it. I I rolled everything. You don't need to see my. I do the roll. I roll up. Oh, I saw deception. No, that's something else you're looking at. Uh, give me a second. Let's see. And I don't think they're very good, to be honest. Okay, you know a fair amount. You, Thorgrim the Lion, is going on and on about this subject, since you know so much. You know that the most common Razmiri are poor and closely monitored by the government. And the clergy of Razmir are its upper and governing class and they live in opulence. Uh, You also know that you've heard rumors That undead minions of the Whispering Tyrant have been seen lurking near the northern coastline that seem to have been kept in bay by the Razmiri priesthood. You also know the things you were talking about before, that yes, Razmir supposedly did the test of the Starstone, passed it, and became a god, and now rules this nation. And it is... A fairly, eh, I'd say, tricky nation. <laughs> There's uh the everyone has to worship the living god, and the living god sort of runs the show. It was very familiar to the place you went with with Balmerius, mm. except the difference is that she was a rune lord. And this is an actual god who runs mm. this place. So you went from uh, out of the frying pan into the fire. Have fun, guys. It's a
4: god in quotes, On the other hand, it's girls. a new tattoo opportunity for Mr. Peepers. Oh, uh, yes.
1: <laughs> That's true. Mr. Peepers can start his uh, collection. He can go from not only rune lords, but also
3: gods as well on his body all over.
4: Mr. Peepers, I'm, uh, I'm a little disturbed by your choice of tattoos lately.
3: He's only got one tattoo. He's not going to... That's all he needs. He, he, he's not building a collection. Don't, don't, don't worry. All right, good. He does not want to desecrate himself to him. So, oh, so yeah.
1: while you're on the ship, there's two other groups here. There's a group of three spice merchants, and they're returning home from abroad. And there's also a family of five refugees from Lastwall fleeing the destruction of their nation by the whispering tyrant if you don't remember this but last wall was well destroyed pretty much it was set up to protect against the whispering tyrant's armies and uh it's gone (laughs) whispering tyrant basically overcame last wall and destroyed it and everyone's been fleeing last wall uh in fact those goblins you helped out way back
3: when were also from last wall if you remember so Hmm. the circus ones the the theater Goblins. Yes, the
1: theater goblins, yeah, they're also yeah. from last long. So, for some reason, you know, the Whispering tyrant has been kept at bay, but his armies have slowly, oh so slowly, been gathering steam and moving quietly throughout the world. Uh, for now, he's not been doing much, but never know, one day. So, if you wish, you can talk to them. You can talk to the uh, the hands... Once again, we got some new ones. We have the Sea Hands of uh, Dave, Cindy, Lucy, and James. Remember, never give them more than one name if you expect them <laughs> to live past the episode. They're basically the red shirts of Pathfinders.
3: So they're the only ones that I see. Um, the other squares, I assume half of them are merchants, like the top half, and maybe the bottom half are the refugees. Or oh yeah, sorry. And the question that I have is the port that we are heading to, is that the town also where the Black Lodge is, or is the Black, or I'm sorry, the Lodge, the the Pathfinder Lodge, the one that we're establishing, is that the same uh, city, or are we then journeying to another location?
1: You're not exactly sure. You're going to have someone to meet you there, and then they're going to go through and explain everything to you. Okay. It's nearby, you're sure.
3: Um, well, these refugees, I think if they're looking uh, for a place to go, you could pencil them in for potential helpers to the lodge. Um, if they're looking for a place and, you know, if they're groundskeepers I mean, or, or who knows, it could be carpenters. I mean, uh, but I don't want to tell them anything that you guys think we shouldn't tell them about this what do you guys think should we uh uh, test the waters with them at all
4: yeah i mean i I think it's a good idea because you know what i I don't know we can't really trust the Basmirians.
3: yeah well we know they're not beholden to the government okay so that is that's a given unless they're well we can ask them though there's a unlikely if they're coming from another uh, land so uh, i'm i'm mr peepers is gonna He's gonna suss up. He's gonna suss out the situation, and let's see. I don't even know if I'm gonna. I'm not gonna do a sense motive. I'm just gonna to talk to him and uh, ask him what uh, what they hope to find in the city to where we're going to. I, I don't know the name of the city, but wherever the port is, that uh, what what they hope to find in their uh, immediate future. So
1: you see the five last wall refugees. There's two parents and three hungry children. They look like they have gone through hell and back. And through talking to them, you find out that they are just looking for somewhere to live. And they just are trying to go anywhere. This was the first ship they can find. And they have spent all their money and everything they have to get onto ship to hopefully find a new home.
3: Oh, this is good. All right, so first I'm going to do is, is there food on the ship? Like, are they hungry, like, actively hungry right now? Or are they just generally without means?
1: They generally are without means. They have no money, really, to their name, just what they have on their backs as they fled last wall, as the undead armies were swarming the countryside and they they are fed on the ship. Part of their passage okay. is being fed. So they're, yeah, they're but being it's fed. rat stew though. We don't well it's it's rats rat stew, <laughs> rat stew gourmet. So But don't we look. need we need like general people to help spruce up the lodge once we, we get do. there. Yeah, that's Here what I'm guys. thinking.
3: Like a little kindness. Give them a place front, to stay. maybe uh, for... give them each a gold or something like that, and uh, no, say, not a
4: good, not giving a gold.
3: We got a hundred and fifty to spread around. Oh, right?
4: that's true.
2: That gold,
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah, that gold. You know, other people's money. You know,
2: well, let's just ask them their story first. I'm sure they've got a good one to tell, and maybe they won't even want to talk about it. Let's find out what they're interested in.
0: Yeah, you tell me.
3: So poke poke again. What's uh what's their story? What do they hope to find in the uh? Immediate future in the uh, in the new land.
1: Well, they yeah, they they're just trying to again trying to find a, a well-paying job, a roof over their head, you know, something safe for their children. We're just looking for a, a new a new life. Maybe we can become I don't know apprentices to someone. Maybe we can help work uh, a farm where our kids can. Stay in the barn while we work during the day. Again, we're just looking really to be fed. We're we're not looking for much.
3: You want to ask them? You, you want to invite these guys to uh, help out? I mean, we're probably well, not yeah, going we, to be yeah. looking for uh, you know uh, an attorney. We're probably looking for unskilled labor. So this is probably uh,
1: yeah. We're going to be coming into a piece here. We're, probably, we're going to be coming into a piece of property, and we're going to have some work to be done we could probably, if you'd care to stick you know, stick close to us after we've concluded our business, we could probably arrange something where we can house you and feed you and you do some of the work around the place. If that would help you get back on your feet.
2: Yeah, from sound of it, we're all going to get ourselves nice and sweaty and tired trying to fix this old place up and a few extra hands would be uh, might welcome. They, they look around and they're, uh, well, they're so weak and tired they're like, yeah, we're we'll
1: we'll see what we can do, but it sounds like a lot of work. Uh, I mean, we're not going to say no, as long as there's uh, food and the lodge for us. We're interested, definitely. Who wants to uh, make the diplomacy check here? Not Mr. Peepers.
4: My diplomacy's good. I'm not a born
2: diplomat. Can, can, can I go ahead and back him up uh, using my versatile performances? Sure. All right. I'm just gonna hum a t- diddy ditty while he's doing it, so it uh, sounds more reasonable.
1: So you 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 do a little a little ditty, and Thorgram tries to uh, talk to them and convince them, but they they're not sure. They like they want to keep their options open. They they feel like. It, it's a it's not bad but you know they, they they they'll they'll come along with you, but they don't really know what is what yet yeah, they kind of want to get well, there yeah we we can you know they, we can, we can been,
4: get everything settled like once we get there I mean we're not even sure what we're walking into so yeah we we need to see if this building is still standing if it's if it's worthy to even live in we're not even sure what the condition is so yes but as long as you just keep tabs on us and stay close if it works out it could it could work out for all of us and uh you know we, we there is some concern about the government and in 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 Rasmir and also the uh the clergy have some issues so we're trying to find people who are not necessarily uh fanatical types so you 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 fit the bill and i think we'll have plenty to offer so
2: and in the meantime if y'all need anything or you know anything comes up you feel uh feel welcome to holler at us whether you want to work for us or not Oh that's
1: that's awfully nice. We've been through so much. It's it's been a terrible, terrible ordeal. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Well let's let's get to this town and we'll see if we could uh see if we can find something and we'll go from there. Every every day's been a struggle. We're just trying to do one day at a time, I tell you, one day at a time. Are we living
4: in the post um world where the whispering tyrant was freed or something i forget yes the... okay yes. So that's part of the lore of galarian right now yes. that that's that's you know, that's what's going on okay yes
1: he broke out he blew up uh pretty much last wall in a whole bunch of cities that are wiped off the face of the earth he tried to nuke city of absalon he failed but he came very close and now he is on the isle of dread i think and he's kind of hold held up and waiting, <laughs> he's he's still very much around. He's just not doing anything just yet. We should go get him. He's
2: alive and well. Yeah, you got to give him a hand for what he tried to do over there in absalom though.
1: What and he almost blew it up. <laughs> what? <laughs> what?
4: What do you mean
2: by that? What? <laughs> because, because they done chopped the darn thing off and left it
1: there.
4: Mm. Whispering, ty- whispering tyrant is is is, is pure in. And-
2: an innate uh, evil incarnate. Oh, yes, sure is. Which is why I'm glad they done and hacked that right arm of his right off. Ooh, the arm of Vecna. No, Tyrant. 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 (laughs) tyrant. Y'all be having a hard time reading letters. (laughs) I can take care of that for you if y'all want. Ain't no shame in it. I mean, I know what it's like being a refugee on the run and reading strange writings. I don't have much of the book learning myself.
4: But uh, Whispering Tyrant, one day he shall be mine.
1: Wow, that's a bold statement from <laughs> what a <is> level, he? <laughs> a level two champion. You go and kill the undead Lich King that's been around for thousands of years, and entire armies and nations have not been able to kill him.
5: Exactly. Good, Good luck. luck. That, like that, is kinda, that is kind of the plot of every fantasy story ever. Right.
3: That is so true. It's, it's like a
5: <laughs> little. Li- it's like it's like.
3: Always peasant, you have to be a witch. Has to be a witch. Pe- peasant
5: farm boy goes and takes, uh, goes and eventually aspires to take out the nuclear weapon incarnate. That's right.
1: So, um, you know, after a few days of talking with them and kind of ignoring the merchants, the Queen of Elysium pulls alongside the dock of a small Rasmiri village of Prophet's Rest. On a chilly late winter morning, with the sun just beginning to burn the morning mist off the glass river, the rickety wood dock is quiet, with only a few fishermen going about their business, while a single guard in the yellow and purple colors of Rasmirian leans lazily against a long spear. He jumps to attention when the ship's gangplank comes crashing down and then lumbers towards the ship, stretching out his cold limbs. As the other passengers move to disembark, a priest of Razmir peers out of the fog. He wears an iron mask and white robes and comes flanked with two more guards. The priest places himself at the bottom of the gangplank, ready to meet the travelers. The first group to descend is the group of the three poorly clad Razmiri merchants carrying goods in a large sack on their backs. They hand a small bag to the priest who peers inside and then nods and gestures for them to move on. Next, the family of the five last wall refugees are called to approach. They fish through their packs and hand a few silver coins to the masked priest. He looks at the coins with obvious disdain and hands the money back motioning for the family to return to the ship. When the parents shake their heads and begin to argue with him, the priest points at the oldest child and states, If you cannot pay the immigration fee, you may dedicate your child to the Rasmirian priesthood instead.
4: May I interject here? Uh, We'll pay the boy's fee and the family's fee.
1: Oh, are you
2: sure? Yes, quite sure. What hmm. is the fee? What is the fee? First, it's good to find out what it is, but yeah, I, you know, I, I, I just ain't gonna let you all one off with
1: no boy. Okay, so first, Thorgrim, you can make either a diplomacy, an intimidation check, or a deception check. Diplomacy plus five. Okay, you can roll it to see how you do. All right. Let's see if the priest even wants to listen to you. All
3: right. Hold on.
4: Wah, wah, wah. Are you sure there's nothing wrong? This is the oh third one I've rolled in a row. Let me That's roll it yeah.
3: Just roll it again, Chris. S- see what happens. Just roll it again. S- any skill. <laughs> I mean, I rolled it. I got a six
1: for you. Roll something else. Yeah, you rolled an 11. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so that's it's just one of those days <laughs> It's just one of those days, <laughs> days. Alright, well That's not a only, critical not, failure Not only did you not convince him But he uh, commands the guards It's like, back You're not a member of this family You're not allowed to pay for their fee You have no quarrel in this
2: They must pay their own way Oh, we oh, oh. ain't has none of that. Not, not one inch of it. I'm gonna get all three foot six inches of my ire up in his face, and I am going to, uh, highly advise him to back the heck off before I have to get unnably with him. <laughs> Wait, can, can,
5: it's like I, 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 kind of appear from the shadows, and I want to whisper, have a sidebar with, uh, with my party members, maybe Thorgrim, uh. Is it at the is it the case that these were the guys that we were trying to hire as uh, yes. workers and servants to yes. do this business? But yes. they didn't they, like they they did or did not accept our offer. They were they were more lackluster no. on it. Yeah, they were. So, not... so they didn't they didn't actually accept our offer. No. They didn't actually refuse it either, though. Right, they, they didn't actually they, refuse they, it. They either. were
3: standoffish. Right.
5: So so my suggestion is your angle with the priest is. Like the priest's argument is, we have no relationship to these people, so we shouldn't butt in. Your retort is, these people are our employees, therefore they come under our umbrella. Right. We're going in, so they're going in, and that and that'll also kick them in the ass to make a decision as to whether or not they want to work for us or whether or not they want, they to, want to lose their, their youngest child right. to, to Exa- the exactly, evil exactly. priesthood. Exactly. So we get so, we get like, it, so Put there's a, a decision so there's a, in their hands. Yeah, so there's a two birds with one stone element to using that maneuver. Right. So that okay, but, let, Docker, let, let, but, but let is, Docker
1: do his intimidation first before you try that tactic, because Docker might intimidate past this anyhow. We'll
3: find out soon
1: enough. How deep
3: is the water? Oh no. no. no.
1: Docker rolls a two for an eight. Oh, and my God. They look at Docker... And they just start laughing and laughing. They're like, ah. <laughs> "Ooh, we're really scared. Ooh, <laughs> the halfling champion, <laughs> uh, our living god would smite you down." <laughs> All right. so, so, I, say, way, I say, what,
4: so what I is say, it? Look, I say, look, look. Uh, perhaps I didn't make myself clear. These people, these fine people are our employees. They're going to be working for us. We are here on official Pathfinder business and we are invited and we need people to help with our construction and our uh, servants. We need servants. So they come under, under our umbrella. We wish to pay our way and their way at one time. And when I, turn back, I turn back to the, to the, to them, to the
1: parents. And like, I look at them and I nod and I'm like, right. They're just stunned, and they're crying, and hugging their boy, and they're just a total mess. Like, oh they, my god, they are—they are like totally. They appreciate it, but they are crying, and now they're trying to get back on the ship, and they're not letting All them right, back so oh on the my
5: ship. God, they're not helping themselves. They're not. <laughs> helping right, so, themselves. so I try—I try, I try to—I try to help that situation. Uh, I talk to uh, whoever looks like the head of the family, uh, who, who who looks like the head of the family anyway. The father. All right. Uh, I, I I, sidebar with him, whispering to him, now is the time for your, for the sake of your family, for the sake of your life, to t- to take what is offered to you and come in and work for us and, and say immediately in a loud voice, yes, yes, he is my employer. I am under his protection I, and my life is his. This is the time for you to say that or else you're on your own.
1: Okay, well, first of all, who wants to make a diplomacy check against the priest who's not thorgram because he already failed is so and not docker because he already tried to intimidate i so. have
3: zero modifier for uh diplomacy and
1: okay i, I i'm
3: annoyed by these refugees honestly. <laughs> i'm not gonna fight too hard for them honestly if they're not gonna stand up then that's i guess business. i'd
1: be willing to give it a shot okay you could do a diplomacy yeah. check yeah. nella can come to the rescue I-
2: I, I just had you know my threat's not idle. It's it's intimidation or initiative one way or the other.
1: Nice. I like that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what... Well, it,
1: look, sir, I, I think there's been some sort of misunderstanding. We're We're here on business, and we've made an agreement with these people to work for us as laborers, and we could really use your understanding here. Okay. Here we go. Oh my wow. god. <laughs> a two. <laughs> oh, so let come me understand on. this. You've rolled a one, a two, and a two so far. I, I'm going to hero point <laughs> this. I don't know <laughs> why. I don't know why we're going to bat for these people. If I get a fight, we're going to be miserable. Okay, okay, hero point. You okay, do you it. With the diplomacy check.
4: Oh, nice. I forgot about that.
1: <laughs> you do it. Oh, that doesn't look like come a good on. roll. Oh, you rolled a four. <laughs> oh my God! Never mind. I, oh right. my goodness. <laughs> We're not getting the kid in. All right. Um. They. The fathers. Like. Yes. Yes. We, we, we'll work with you. Anything to. Anything to spare our boy. We will. We will help you. We will do what we can. I. I apologize. Thank you so much for helping us. And uh, the priest, hey, can, I,
5: can I? ask a question? Yeah. Sure. Uh. What is our status in relation to the local government? And so the, like, because it's the, the Rasmuran theocracy, right? Correct. Uh, what what's our legitimacy with them? What's our status with them? Like, like, what, like what's you our relationship no, to them? None, zero. There's so, no diplomatic
1: so, ties between the Pathfinder Society. This
5: is actually so. What so, what's, so what level of legitimacy do we have to enter their lands and claim some kind of ownership right over a piece of property? in their country got
2: invited and offered it with this here but, official like but
5: but okay so but and an official like letter from who was like a high-ranking a high-ranking priest okay there we go i take that letter i take that letter and i save all of your ass with my plus eight on fucking intimidation and i say as say, uh, excuse me <laughs> priest read this and I point at the letter, and I give him a demoralizing gaze, and I say, your superiors would not like any more trouble. These people are, are our employees. We have this document from your superior. We own this land. We are approved We are approved by, by an agent of your god. We must be allowed to pass, and we must be allowed to pass now.
1: Okay. Give me that intimidation. Watch I roll a one. Yeah, we all have, so. Well, he rolled a four, too. Here we go. Any second. Oh, pretty good, pretty good. Seven, seven. Oh my god! But seven, it 15, does turn into a fifteen. Turns into a fifteen. He looks at you, says, "Fine." He counts everyone up. It's like three gold, and you can all go in.
5: Uh, and we have three gold from uh, the petty cash fund that we they do. gave us, right? We do. Sure. Yep. All right. And hands. who
3: has that money? Mister Peeper says it, uh, and I give you. Three gold.
5: Okay, and and I I just start I just start I just start giving orders. It's like it's like Mr. Peepers as you would. All right, you boy, I snap my fingers. You boy, get our luggage, get our thing, and I'm directing that entire family and I'm giving them specific orders to do specific things. That so gets a bag in their hand and orders them in a direction that's past these uh, guards. <laughs> I like it.
3: Okay. Yeah, so I assume I'm paying Lumley. Is that is that the guy the money What's guy? That? Lumley. Yeah, you pay, is the you money pay guy? Lumley. All right.
1: He waves you all through, and as soon as you do that, you see a large priest, and as soon as he shows up, Lumley and all the other guards snap to attention as if there was a board placed on their backs to the highest level. He comes over to you and says, oh, Pathfinders, thank you. I apologize, I'm late. I am Mas Narson, short for Mask of the Twelfth Step. You see, he wears blue silk robes with a cowl edged in silver thread. He wears a silver mask that conceals all of his facial features except for his intelligent and acquisitive hazel eyes. You can tell that by his presence, tone, and stance that he is obviously in charge here. He looks at the other guards and says, Enough! Leave them! And they immediately bow and
5: shuffle off. With your gold, by the way. Mm. <laughs> while, that, while that is going on, I'm absolutely taking that document, giving it back to Thorgrim, and disappearing into the shadows. <laughs>
1: there you go. He goes on to explain that, yes, I apologize once again for being late. Church business, you know. I've been working on this arrangement for several months. I'm very excited to show you where the lodge could be set up and to hammer out this arrangement. I feel that we have much to teach each other, both the Resmirian government and the Pathfinders. We are long overdue for a lodge of this sort. Hurry, hurry. I'm very excited to show you the property and to have you start the renovations. Please, please let us go. Now with that, obviously you all have hero points. Well, Except for Jason, who used his. And this is the time where you decide to slot your boons and your abilities for swords, scrolls, and spells. So, hey, what are you going to have? Let me guess. Uh, Healing potion and crystals for everyone, right? Yes.
3: Yes. Pretty
1: much. Param, what are you I, I totally do?
3: suggest
5: I totally suggest to Thorgrim that he should uh, talk to gold mask guy and nonchalantly say oh as a side matter we'll need a receipt for the 3 gold and have him ask what the hell are you talking about and say yeah we got <laughs> and I, know, and, uh, I let know. know I was thinking, about I was like, thinking that about me like, yeah. put shade on that other guy for for shaking us down. So yeah,
1: um that's a good point. So so Param, since you were swords, you get uh, one sword item and then one general item. Do you know what you would want?
2: Yeah, I'm gonna get me one of these here, leaping elixirs, and uh, and in and, uh, and yeah, I am gonna go with one of them potency crystals, or as I like to call them, Billum smackers. Wow, so crystal. And what was the other one you you chose? Leaping elixirs make me jump real good. Oh, leaping Elixirs. I've never heard of uh-huh. leaping. leaping elixirs. Elixirs, all right, you got it. <laughs> So
1: he goes on to bring you deeper into the village. As you enter the village, you see a ruin about a mile away on top of a tall rock overlooking the village and the Glass River Valley. And even from a distance, you can tell that that structure is in very poor repair and is going to need a lot of work. He goes on to explain. He goes, yes, that there, that is the ruin of Fort Agate, the proposed location for the new Pathfinder Lodge. But we will talk about that when we're closer. And with that, he says, let's let's go to an inn, have some lunch, and discuss the lodge in detail. Come, come, I have it all arranged. And as you walk through the city, you can see that... Uh, All the buildings look to be recently painted with windowsills or decorated with colorful flower boxes draped with the yellow and purple flag of Rasmirian. It looks rich and prosperous as if this country is doing great. Do you wish Mm. to discuss anything or talk about anything on your trip? It's about 10 minutes to the end, not too far.
5: Uh, I'm, I'm hanging out with the with the family that's still carrying our crap and uh reassuring them i'm saying like to the father i'm like you, you handled that very well like i'm trying to backpedal the uh the, the kind of harsh language i used, the harsh uh, tone i used earlier and uh reassuring is like you did very well you know you, you just stick with us you're going to be all right uh and i try to and i'm just trying to talk up their morale and and, and try to find out more about them and like and chit-chat them what skills they might have and things like that whilst the rest of the party is doing all the big tour stuff.
2: Okay. I was going to say that uh, this whole town sure seems to have a whole bunch of civic pride. How come the building up there ain't so uh decorated and pretty like?
1: Well, that them building has been around for eons and generations. There was no need for it, so no upkeep has been used on that building anytime recently that's why i felt it was a perfect location for the lodge it serves as a defensive structure you can see all around and you're near a prosperous town a perfect location no one was using it and i was able to get approval from the highest levels of the government from what i hear and he goes on to whisper I heard Razmir himself approve the request.
2: Wow, well,
5: oh, nice. that's an honor.
3: That's very cool.
5: Wait, we, so, we, so, so this place is blessed by God. <laughs> yeah. We got no, a, God. a God. No,
0: no, no, God. no. Yeah, it's
4: not, it's not, it's not my God. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, I so, say, well, and it does look like all this stuff is sort of new, right? like it's new brand new new. a new coat of paint yeah it seems seems a little bit north Mm, korea-esque maybe i say "Mm," this is quite nice oh i just did want to you know we we had a little unpleasantness at the uh disembarking and uh we do need a receipt for all pathfinder expenditures so we had to pay your priest three gold for the group of us to even get off the boat just just want to bring that up
1: Hmm, he looks at it and goes, well, each of us have our stations in life. Three gold is about correct. There is a disembarkment fee. Mm. So uh, I will make sure you get a receipt for that. But what he did is not illegal, nor untaldry. It is something to be expected. I'm sure that's not the first or the last fee you'll be paying to get the job done.
4: When in in Rome and all that, yes.
1: But with that, yes, yes. Let's hammer out the details and uh, get to the inn, shall we?
2: Lead the way. You know, the catfish here looks mighty tasty.
1: Careful what you touch around here. Those aren't catfish! Okay, so after ten minutes, you come to an inn. And on the sign of the inn, it looks like... It is called the Angry Cock, and there is a large chicken that appears to be quite angry on the sign. You get it? Yeah. Anyhow, with that, uh, Narson's like, come in, come in. They've arranged quite a meal for us. He looks at the, the, uh, the refugees you brought with them, and he goes,
3: oh, I, I think there should be enough for everyone. Come in, come in. Mr. Man. Peepers is going to go around the back way. She's <sighs> just okay. doing a little recon.
1: Okay, you can do some recon. There's a door that leads. Uh, okay, you went through a window. I don't think you go through a window. Uh, I thought that was door. a door. That's why I wondered, no,
3: no, I love no, your no. commitment
2: to the dramatic.
3: <laughs> yeah, he's not going to try that hard. <laughs> he's going to go back. Okay, he's okay. going to he's going to do a full 360 and then go back in.
1: It, it looks fine. Uh so as soon as you walk in, the innkeeper leaps to her feet and brings you to the back of a private room, and there is a simple yet very large and very delicious-looking lunch laid out on the table for everyone. And she bows deeply and is obviously, uh, you know, being very uh, respectful of this extremely high priest and everyone else in the
3: building goes very quiet. As soon as he walks in, Mr. Peepers is going to nod to her as if she had bowed to uh, him. Okay. Good job.
2: And uh, I have to say uh, there, brother Narson, is that, is that, was that right? Your brother Narson, the, the, the big old uh, uh, head priest around here. He, he just
1: laughs. He's like,
2: (laughs) mask narson mask narson okay i understand um you must lead quite a meeting everybody around here seems to respect you awful much
1: well it is true i am probably the highest ranking priest definitely in this town if not this region within a few hundred miles but do not worry about that as i am on your side I have been working hard so that we can work together, both Nessarian Priesthood and the Pathfinders. But with that, let's quickly fill up and get ready for the hike to Prospect's Rest, the town next to Fort Agate, where you will be gathering supplies and workers to help fortify and fix up the fort.
2: Oh, that's good. I thought we was gonna have to haul everything up from the park town here.
1: No, 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 no. Don't worry. I have done what I could to gather this and make it as
5: easy as possible for you.
1: Dig in, dig in.
5: So, so just as I, I'm following, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead. I, I'm wrangling the refugees during all of this. So ah, I, I, like I'm, I'm getting them at a table, at like at, at an appropriate table with an appropriate meal. Working with the, working with the the in staff. To see that they're fed and looked after, and I'm continuing to hang out with them, uh, just riding on my natural charisma uh, <laughs> to, to to find to find to to find out about them and see what their skills are and what they're worth.
3: As an elemental fire goblin, your natural charisma with the uh, the yeah, As a sorcerer,
5: my natural charisma is through, through the goddamn roof. Oh, is it oh, okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm a sorcerer, right. man. My charisma okay. is my best stat. Oh,
3: okay. Um, the question that leaps to mind, is, has Narson done the preliminary work in ascertaining what supplies need to go to the place and is that what he's or are we going to have to say the work ourselves because none of us are carpenters and like what kind of what kind of tradesman does he have uh, on the job?
1: Oh, let me quickly go through. I'll explain everything. Okay. So so first of all, as I said before, I've been making preparations for your arrival for several months, and I've been able to convince the visions of the 15th step that make up the highest echelon of the Razmiri government to allow the Pathfinder Society access to our blessed nation, and to establish a lodge in the abandoned fort, less than an hour's travel from the port city of Zier. The proposed site, as I mentioned, is an abandoned castle named Fort Agate, which rests on a small tour just outside the suburb. The fort, as I said, is in poor repair, but I promise you'll find villagers and prospects rest willing to help them make the necessary repairs. For a price, of course. I suggest you go check out Fort Agate as soon as possible. Of course, I myself am getting too old to go tromping through the hills, but I am happy to answer any general questions. As for supplies, uh, I do not have any supplies for you per se. But I know that Pathfinders have a well-deserved reputation for self-sufficiency and innovation. So I'm sure you'll have no problems whatsoever coming up with the required supplies and manpower to
2: repair the large fort. Oh, I, I see. Yeah, and you know, that's only fair. It's all it, it's only fair if we are gonna take up uh, living in the place that we uh, We make sure we pay for the fixing parts of it up Um, are there Any big old nasties in there or anything? We gonna need to clear out cuz uh, they sure sent a whole bunch of us with a uh, mighty big weapons to just you know Do a work detail. Hmm. It is an old
1: abandoned fort Perhaps some critters or other local wildlife have made a nest or home. I would strongly suggest you go check it out first, so that none of the carpenters and other craftsmen you send there face an untimely
2: death.
3: Exactly. They all. Yeah. Be so timely. we're gonna have to go there f- first. That's a good. Qu- that's a good uh, point. Good. Good view. Uh...
5: Th- this is my dream adventure, by the way. Uh, clearing out a dungeon and then taking it over yes that is, that, that is, is really my cool. that is my perennial D D oh, fantasy
3: this is gonna be good uh and how far away is the 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 the, the fort it's uh, just up it, on the hill like maybe a quarter mile away or something
4: so thorgrim is speaking about being bothered thorgrim is getting increasingly agitated with this mask he does not like him much and is sort of standing a little away and, and drinking his ale in the corner and just giving him a, the stink eye a little bit because, <laughs>
3: scowling
4: yeah he's not he's like you know he starts thinking mulling over the thoughts of the of this religion and everything and it is quite evil here he's
3: well i'm not mr. happy about it in, in case uh narson catches that uh mr peepers will just explain don't worry about Thorgrim. he's just he's an angry drunk that
1: that's
3: <laughs> <funny> <laughs> and he's a dwarf so, that explains yeah. a lot yeah
1: so i mean
3: he's a he, he's like that with everyone so
1: he actually looks over to you and say. I understand there has been many misrepresentations about our religion, and although there are several bad apples in the bunch, I must assure you that I, Narson, Mask of the Twelfth Step, look for nothing but diplomatic relationships and an open understanding between the Pathfinders and ourselves. I believe. That through learned knowledge, we can teach each other quite a bit. And some of those misconceptions can be put aside.
3: Thank God. Oh, good. good, All good. Right. So
1: Thor-
4: Thorgrim says, yes, uh, I do agree that there can be an exchange of knowledge here. And, uh, and he, with that, he pulls out a rag and starts prominently polishing the uh, holy symbol of Iomade on his shield. To give it a nice shine because <laughs> <laughs> i know they don't like other
1: religions this much i know and i have it proudly displayed and uh the rest of the group uh in the bar they seem extremely nervous when you start doing that as <laughs> if this priest might strike out but you can almost see him smiling through his eyes that he's like and he even gives you a little bow a little nod of the head and he says to each their own i Make no assumption that everyone follows our thoughts and beliefs. You could follow your opinions and your belief systems just as I follow mine. All I ask is that you have an open mind.
4: Uh, he's yeah. more tolerant than Thorgrim. Yeah, he starts
2: grumbling. <laughs> speaking of open minds, uh, why for all you do want us in the, the Pathfinders around here? I mean, I'm really not fond of the organization, but in certain parts, we ain't got the best reputation. I think I've been called a no good grave robber more times than I can count.
1: Well, considering that the undead lich has been released. And he seems to be eyeing our great nation. I felt it was important to gather as many allies as possible. Although this is blasphemy amongst many in the Order, I felt it was an important step. And none would be stronger than Alliance with the Pathfinders, as they would probably know more about the Whispering Tyrant than anyone else, so why not share our resources? Have you open up a lodge here? There's nothing to lose, other than I presume face or reputation. But for what purpose? If we're all going to be dead, look at what happened to Last Wall. Look at what happened to the refugees you have outside there. I don't want that to happen to my fine flock so that is why i have suggested the pathfinders come
2: to our great country that's that's well put i i i got a newfound respect for you there mr mass narson uh next time we get, get drinks I, i'm buying the first round for you <laughs> he laughs
1: you notice he hasn't eaten a drink in anything he says yes the mask makes eating and drinking a bit difficult. I have to do that in private, as I am
2: not allowed to take my mask off. I went down there, Sargova. They got a thing for that, because, you know, they eat the coconuts down there. Yeah, there's all kinds of them coconuts. <laughs> and they's delicious. If you get some, it's good. But they got these little reeds. Uh, 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 they call a straws. And you can drink under the mask there. I, I, I'm i I'm sure you can get one poured up here as wealthy as y'all doing? a straw, you say. Sounds like a rather interesting invention tell me more mr ducker night run well it's kind of like them reeds i had to use when i was ducking around from the uh, uh, the chelaxians when they' was chasing me all over plantations and farms and in and, and noble states and stuff because you know what they didn't like me man, and that's why i can't go there no more uh but you know you, you you know you see them you know use the reed and you breathe the air when you're hiding under the water and stuff so you know you don't get shot but the crossbow because they they really good aim with that um well, instead, you do it backwards. You put the reed into the water, and you stay in the dry spot. Instead of water, though, with your beer, and uh, it, it kind of works. Uh, it kind of works if you get a small enough straw. Mmm, fascinating.
4: I, I whisper. I, I whisper to uh, to Mister Peepers. I say, I, "I don't. I don't think that he drinks uh, coconut milk. It's more likely he drinks the blood of babies."
2: Oh my goodness, start I've never <laughs> <drink> before. Wow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh my um, gosh. You, you, with that, uh, you continue eating, and he asks you all to hurry up so we can get to the site while there's still daylight. I wish to show oh, yeah. you your, your home for the next several weeks, Prophet's Rest, as well as the fort itself.
3: I assume the food is good. So Mr. Peepers is going to just gobble down. Like he's just going to oh, wolf yeah.
2: it down. No, no, tell, Not to he, tell ready. me twice.
3: He's ready to go. He's, he, he's you know, he's clearing his plate and he wants to see some. Yeah. Thorgrim, uh,
4: all
1: action. he had was one pint of ale and he's not eating any food and he's ready to go. Okay. If you're all ready to go, he uh, says it's a few hours downriver from the city of Zer and. The town of Prophet's Rest is situated on a bluff above the Glass River near where it empties into Lake in Carthon.
3: Can we uh, get these uh, refugees like uh, they'll probably need a place to stay. Can we ask Narson? is there uh, an appropriate place for these people to stay where it's safe uh, while we clear out the fort. Uh, we want them to be out of harm's way.
5: Well, it's a- uh, us as well. Like I'm assuming. Well, well we we're going to the package. fort. No, they're they're not. No, gonna... no But, the, but the, we need a base camp. We're gonna have a base camp in the town, and then make four ways four waves into the fort. We're we're not just gonna go into the
2: fort and. We're gonna live there. Live like just immediately. Oh really? I, I'm uh... sure we could rent a horse dollar or two to flop down in if we need to. That's 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 that that's. that's, that's that's highly dignified. <laughs>
5: well, well, don't worry. He,
1: he goes on to explain that that he's going to be bringing you to Prosper's Rest. It's a once prosperous fishing and trading community. However, the village has shrunk down over the past few decades and now consists of fewer than twenty families. Many left to find work in the larger cities, and um. Others were, uh, you know, sentenced to forced labor claims by the uh, clergy for crimes against Rasmir and the nation, but don't worry about those. Um, anyhow, with Water that... Water under <laughs> the
3: bridge. Water under the bridge. Mm. Don't worry about those. The nah, they obviously. Uh, <laughs>
1: and with that, he, he brings you into the town of Prophet's Rest, and he goes on to give you a small tour of the town. Here is... Mel Cat's Folly Inn, the only inn it profits rest, and most likely where you will probably stay, assuming you don't wish to set up camp at the fort itself. He goes on to explain that it's run by a hard-working, middle-aged female human named Lada Mayer, and she has two sons who run the mill with her. Wilford, and Mikkel. They also have a servant girl named Basmaria Lingler, a Hmm. half-elf, I believe. Uh, The inn itself, as you can see, is only two stories, and is the only building built of stone in the entire hamlet. You know, this is obviously where you would probably wish to stay until the fort has been constructed enough for you to habitate there.
5: What, what about abandoned houses? Because if, like, if the population has decreased so much, there's got to be all kinds of other places that, you know, it's got to be like Detroit, you know, there's all these houses just kind of like. Oh,
1: around. no. Rasmir does not allow blight. As soon as those houses were abandoned, they were swiftly removed. They are gone. We do not allow that. That would allow Riff Raff and others to claim those domiciles. No, mm, no, no.
2: Squatters. No, no. They don't want squatters. You got to get Boards to build your barn somewhere. It's
5: like, and the whole, and the whole premise of this adventure is that they've left this like tower, this like fort (laughs) abandoned, like to be taken over by monsters. He goes,
1: well, you know, it's one thing to bring down shacks and small houses—it's another it's thing true. to bring down. Cars, small, of a cars. fortress made of stone
5: that's lived for hundreds if not thousands of years. Mm,
1: got an explanation for
5: everything. All right, so will this be able to? Will this also be able to accommodate our servants? Uh,
1: the the the, the people—they don't look so thrilled. You keep calling them servants. They're like, well, you know. Uh, we're workers. we we will help out, of course.
2: They're uh, industrial free the
1: f-
5: people. Respect right.
1: it. It's, it's the fair wage is
5: what uh, everyone else is getting. All right, I'll, I'll start calling you, I'll start calling them our employees.
3: Yeah, I mean, we'll our call employees. them office managers. How about that? I mean, yeah, okay. I'll it, just, just going
5: I'll just go with. i was just go with like a with a quasi-medieval world etiquette as opposed to a, a twenty a, like a twenty-first century American et- etiquette, like like the like the. the in any kind of medieval world, there are servants, and there's no, yes. there's no disrespect in that. Like, that, like that's what they are.
2: you with the broadsheets of where I'm from, which is good old Andoran and uh, Augustana, as, as a matter of fact, and we've got a whole mess of good ideas on how that's not quite right no more.
5: No, oh, that's true. That's true. Well, are, 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 but we're not from Andoran, right? Like our I'm sure uh, as heck is. The Black is. Lodge isn't. Yeah, but the Black Lodge isn't. Like,
2: we're not. Oh, sure, sure. I, I understand, I understand. I know that the, the broadsheets don't make it up that way. We only controlled one-fifth the whole dang society once upon a time, but sure.
5: I was a servant for my wizard master for a very long time, and I, 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 I not only did I not feel dis- disrespected by that position, I felt loved. Oh,
2: I see. Well, uh, and, and you want to go back to that?
3: Yeah, we have an abundance of love with the Black Lodge. That's, that's our problem. This
2: right. is your new
1: family now.
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, he goes on All
4: to right.
1: explain, over here is the Temple of Rasmir, of course. And he, it is run by Priest Lumley. And I believe there's three guards, Pertis, Asfit, and Raka. Over here is the Smithy, the local blacksmith. I presume you'll be talking to him quite a bit. That is Martin Hengus, and he lives here with his husband Edgar. They will most likely be helping you probably more than anyone else, as they well are blacksmiths. Over here is the farmhouse. This is a residence of Farmer Benned Hoggett. I believe he's the richest man in Prospect's Rest. He uh, sells a lot of produce to the priesthood. I know he's married. I believe his wife is Gerland. And uh, they do have a servant, as you like to say. Mattel, a halfling, by the way. Mm. Over here... You call is... them a I got
4: issues with that, too, because all of the slaves in Cheliax are halflings.
1: Yes, he, he might be a slave as well. Anyhow, Cooperage over <laughs> here is the home and workshop of uh, Brandrock Brum. He's a carpenter. Again, you'll probably be talking to him quite a bit as he can help gather lumber. And as you can see, there's lots of lumber next to the building. Over here is Nick and Max. They sell trinkets, dry Good. What? Well what, as what, as- what? 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 what, what? <laughs> yes, trinkets. We have an identity crisis on our hands.
5: Nicks. Nicks and next,
1: Nix and next, Not Nix, Nox, but Nix and next, Spelled completely differently. Close. She she, uh, she sells healing creams and love charms as well. And that is Sylvian Northridge. And over here is the Hunter Lodge, which is a resident of the middle aged. Pilskin the Brown. He's a hunter and fur trapper who uh, sells goods in the village. And uh, that is the village. As I said, I would suggest you get to know the locals as they're primarily going to be your workforce to fix up the forts.
5: That's all good. good. But back to my actual question about our accommodations. Uh, what is the nature of our accommodations? And check them out. Like how? Like what? What are they?
1: Whatever you wish. If you wish to use the inn, if you wish to go camping in the woods, if you wish to use the fort,
5: whatever All you right, wish. So, so if we use the inn, uh, do we each get our own room? For example, is it is it one? Is it a common room like it, these? Uh, like the uh, what? The, does this, this family matter? that this family that we're having you. with us.
1: The family is your responsibility,
5: all right? But what are the options? Like, is the option common you, like, room, big common you should, room? Like, is go into option? the inn yeah. and
2: ask yourself,
5: I am here. Merely... Right, I'm, do, I'm doing so, I'm doing so. Like, I'm, okay. I'm taking the family with me and I'm going to the inn and, and I'm getting arrangements.
2: I don't think he goes to meeting all that often. <laughs> uh, anyhow, you, uh,
1: you go into the inn, and sure enough, you're greeted by a middle aged woman and she sees a whole bunch of people walk in and she's like
5: hmm it's mm, a lot of people uh i'm gonna help you uh so so i i explained the situation you know like that we're gonna be the new masters of the of that place pathfinder society we did accommodations what do you have for 10 people 10 people mm. And we're oh, probably well.
3: going to, once this is fixed up, we're probably bringing a lot of people to the fort, which will be a lot more business uh, coming this way in case, you know, we are successful. But if it's too expensive, then we just might pass on the fort thing.
1: Well, right now we have enough to hold seven. We have uh, one room is already occupied, but we have seven rooms available.
5: I would like to see oh, that Please.
2: We don't need all our own rooms. I used to share three beds with fourteen brothers and six sisters. There exactly. you go. There the you family go. Family can all fit go. in one room.
3: Yeah, we all we want one room, so that's perfect. Um, we've got what five, nine, ten, ten people. That that that'll fit. Uh, right? And sure enough,
1: you look around, and they show you the rooms. They're simple, but enough for you. They all have one large bed in most of the rooms. Should be able to comfortably. Hold two people per bed if you wanted.
3: What's the rate for a room per week? Are they
1: off the ground even? Uh, yeah, they're off the ground, and there's there's actually a two story. It's it's a rather large inn.
3: Yeah, so are we talking coppers or or what, what, what? Let's.
1: We have our we have our
4: money. Yeah, I,
3: yeah, that's true. But like right now, we're getting so far ahead of ourselves because we don't know if this is a three week operation or if this is like. Uh, you know, we, until we see the fort, we don't know really how long. You <laughs> know. Mr.
2: Peepers, get ready to dig into your own pocket.
5: Uh, for money. It's going to be a long time. I mean, it should be a long
2: time.
3: Well, like, that's, a... Yeah. But,
2: but we only need to worry about the right now. He is right about that. Let's just make sure that they got a place to snooze and the, and the good old plate in, in their bellies. And while we go check this
3: place out and figure out right. how long we're going to need. Baileys. Yeah, because I don't want to talk to anybody here until we know what we have to do at this fort. I agree yeah and, and it's also
5: the, and, and if i remember correctly like our mission is not to take it to ultimate completion right like we're, we're just just kind of temporarily holding on to it
2: just until somebody else can take it take it from us right to, to pass it off right we're supposed to get start getting it ready to get fixed up though and, and get the, the 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 force in here to do it
3: we're holding yeah. it for one month Alright, well there you go, month. so, so it's a month go. So we need
5: accommodations okay. for a month, we need everything for a month It's a month, we know it's a month
3: If it's going to be uh, but, but again
2: Unless we say no
3: <laughs> Well, unless it takes a week to Clear out the monsters, and then three weeks Of fixing up the place, because I don't want to spend money On an inn that, that, That's it's what it,
2: that's what I bet it is I keep it, I bet saying exactly monsters, that. I bet the rats Ain't that bad
3: Oh, the rats are oh, the rats might not, might not be bad, but
2: other things all right well
5: just to, just to tie up this loose end uh, can we get some extra uh, beds into one of the rooms so the mother and the father and the children can all have one room comfortably sure all right so so I get them squared away and I, I'm actually trying to look after them a bit okay. um, you want to inherit that family don't you you want to well you know like like the, like the I, I'm actually like I, I you know like we like culturally americans have a certain attitude about uh about the uh, the idea of servants and things like that but there's a whole other way of looking at it where you're all members of one family like you know it's like they work for you but you look out for them like they're under your protection it's like it's a two-way street and and that's the tack that i'm taking with it like they, it's like yeah these guys are going to be working for me we have not discussed salary you'll notice like that like <laughs> basically they were basically they're working for us for uh, for a roof over their head and food which means it's much more like a parent-child relationship with these people. Like where like it's like where I'm trying to actually look after them and see to all their all of their needs. I'm not like just paying them a salary and saying good luck. I think we're so, spending too much time we on them, that. Negotiation. Right. And, so, and, so, right. Right. and so, so that's why so that's why I kinda wanna I kinda want to get get them happy and settled and get that loose end tied up and then get to the adventure part. So I'm trying okay, to get so that done and get to Steve, the adventure. Is,
3: are they settled and tied up? Yeah. Okay, so let's move on. To the adventure. Right, adventure. Okay, <laughs> we're going on. Okay, so Mr. Papers so so we flea-
5: should. Mate. So we should scout out the place and see what's there. What do you say?
1: Yes. Okay. As you're about to uh, leave, Narson, uh, that he he explains to you how you can get to the fort, and says that he will help get these people situated while you are at the fort, and um, you can go. All right, I have one
4: very important question. Are you ready?
3: Oh, yeah.
4: How much is a carriage to the
3: fort? <laughs> versus a cart? Versus...
4: <laughs> I would like to be
1: driven in a carriage
4: with drapes.
1: Anyhow, the um, the fort itself sits on top of a tall, narrow... Promontory with a spectacular view, and it can be approached with ease via a road. That so fort looks awesome. That big. You you go up the road and get to the fort. The steep but wide road leads from the bottom of the cliff to the outer walls of the main
3: gate. Where so is the main gate? It the main gate apparent. is. I mean, yep, right there. Right there.
1: So you can go up the road uh, around the bend to the main gate. What do you wish to do?
3: Okay, um, Mr. Peepers, is uh, uh, are we where we are? Because that doesn't seem to be connected to the road. Um, it
5: is. There's a road that leads all the way up there. Uh, yeah. If you, uh, it's around the circumference. You go in a yeah. hole around the left hand side, side. Yeah. Right. Okay. I
4: equip my shield and I I equip my trident.
1: I'm ready. Okay, right. so here you are. You are at the road. Um, I go there. Wow, you go right to Okay, he runs right yep, up. He's turning into Peepers Jr. Yep, okay. go right up. I, I, I'm for it, actually. We have I've got me. my
3: sling out.
2: Your sling? Oh, my, sling. my God. There's no I mean, reason to have a We are expecting there's, some there's rit, enough... so I yeah, might as well pull out my stabby thing.
3: When we get inside, then we switch to the stabby things. Or should I say, my stabby thing with a plus one to hit.
2: I know. Jealousy. I never could get used to them slinging things.
1: So you, uh, you approach the outer walls of Fort Agate. They're badly degraded in many places. You can see the two outer layers of uh, flagstone was filled with a layer of pebbles and sand between them. You can tell that the wall was originally 12 feet high and six feet wide at the base and four feet wide at the top. Uh, However, most of this has fallen apart. There's holes all amongst the walls and one location near the main gate. It's given out entirely and you can walk right in with no difficulty.
0: The wooden main
1: gate is rotted away. You can see the stone post of where it was hung years ago and it is just in complete and utter
5: disrepair the sport
1: is in really really bad shape
5: all right i am trained in warfare lower and so what i want to do is actually leverage that for a professional assessment of what would of what it would take to get this up to it so it passes inspection and have that and have that laundry list and accumulate my character just accumulates that laundry list in his head in preparation for when he has to actually talk to you know the people in town to start actually get work done take notes exactly
1: okay it's uh it's gonna be a, a massive list i'm telling you that right now i've worked right. that's, that's
5: why i don't want to actually role play it out like i wanted yeah. to say that i did it
1: yeah, yeah you don't need to even do that but you will automatically start making a list and checking it off.
4: Oh, this place is a mess. Oh, my goodness.
1: Yep. All so
4: right,
3: Mr. Peepers. I go there. Go
1: there. Well, to, walks to, right in. There we go. Thorgrim walks swords. right into the courtyard. You walk into the courtyard. I, I'm and, totally with him. I am sneaking. stretches from the main gate to the keep. And it contains the ruins of a watchtower and well. It is completely overgrown with bushes and small trees. And it is covered in rubble that broke off from the various stone structures. Actually, I could show you a picture of what the fort looks like as you approach it. Hold on. Oh, that looks not
4: so, that's not bad. so bad.
3: That's not so bad. Oh, that's that's actually pretty good. It's
1: right on the water. Look at that.
4: It's got the big mask, though. Oh, my God.
1: Prime that. real estate.
4: <laughs> it's got a f- working flagpole.
2: They told us this is a fixer upper. what we expect? Yeah, I like it.
3: That's a lot better than the image I had in my mind when...
2: uh, Take a look around and see if there's any obvious signs of anybody or any critters uh, making up nests and and, and, uh, nonsense in here. You sure can. And Ducker looks around and
1: fails completely at noticing anything other than overgrown shrubs and weeds. And does not notice any animal signs. Uh,
4: I'm going to take a look down this well. You always need a good water supply, no matter what. It's one of the first laws of survival.
5: That is true.
1: Okay, you walk towards the well and you can see the outer stone walls of the well have collapsed inward, making it appear as if it was just a pile of stone. It looks like it's going to require a lot of work to repair this well. Mm.
3: Uh, is there a rope or a bucket? Like It is, it is it a pile
1: of rock. It is
3: yeah, all, the, all the rock
4: is like Oh, it's cover, collapsed. Like you have to clear oh, away the rocks even. Oh, yet, okay, down the hole. okay, okay. It's collapsed. There's
3: nothing
1: okay. to even look into. Um,
3: I'm switching to sling in my promontory position. I have a good view of everything around me. I assume.
4: I see some stairs over there. Is that correct? Yeah, stairs, stairs all over the
1: place. Stairs all over the place. That I think we correct. should
4: check. Go down. Try and get in here.
2: Why don't we scamper up to the top and and see what we can see around here before we go under?
4: Sounds good. That's.
3: Good yeah trailer. i like that idea um that's a lot just a surface you know uh, i i already went up these stairs if you guys uh just jump up we can check out just the rooftops before we get down there might be are some. You,
2: I, are you good at scampering papers oh yeah great
3: i'm uh go, going to be in sneak mode as i as i go on it looks like i'm doing this by myself Oh,
2: I'm coming with you, but that's going to really make the sneak mode not work all that great. Yeah. I'll at least go up to the top, so I'm
1: available if those guys get in trouble. Okay. I, I'm going to stick with Thorgrim. You go to the uh, the watchtower, and you can see this watchtower is in fairly grim condition, uh, mostly collapsed. It was once 30 feet in height, and it is probably now maybe 20 feet in height. <laughs> so Jeez. it looks like it needs a lot of work to get fixed up.
4: And I'm using my message spell to more to uh, periodically communicate with them up there. So let them know right. they, can, they can reach out to me later.
3: Yeah, so I'm telling them everything that I see. I do have a warfare uh, skill as well. I'm, I'm saying the damage. And I'm going to check out this second tower.
1: So you go to the northeast tower, and this one appears to be in uh, even worse shape. This one is barely 12 feet tall and leads dangerously to the east with the fieldstone jutting out at odd angles, giving it a very, very vicarious appearance. It looks like this watchtower can't even be repaired, that this watchtower will have to be completely pulled down
2: and destroyed and rebuilt from scratch. Well, yeah, let's be careful up here. I, I yeah. don't want to have to come and pick you up out the lake.
3: We're not gonna go too far. We only need one uh, structure anyway to uh, house people so
1: uh. I'm gonna go check out the, this one and the remaining portion of this piece of wall uh, yeah that um, that that watchtower in the southwest appears to be in much better shape. The two in the the southwest and northwest appear to be repairable and just need some fixing up. The one on the northeast is completely in disrepair and needs to be rebuilt.
3: What, what about this southeast structure? It doesn't seem to be any way to getting up there. Is that the case?
1: No, you can get up there. There's stairs that will get up there. It doesn't like, I don't know how I was built this way, but you could just- go, stairs right there. Yeah, like, you, it's right, like you go go right in the side. front. Yep. That is actually to keep. That's the keep itself. Okay. I,
5: I, I say to Thorgren, as an aside, this gift horse, uh, its teeth are rotten.
4: Yes. Like everything else in this godforsaken
3: land. All right. So what about this stuff over here? Is this uh, also Just precarious?
4: Just to look out. Just that to look goes out. Down to yeah. the dungeon. Be careful. There's... I see dungeon stairs.
1: Oh. There are some dungeon stairs. You do see them. Where? Right next to Ducker. Right there stairs going down. Looks no, like, that right? stairs actually go up. No, no, this, that's the, the, oh, that, that goes park.
5: up to a landing. Yeah, that's like a land that's park. The, yeah. oh, I know, you to. know what? Sorry, yeah, you the land know
1: land where the, the dungeon is actually in the keep. One. You have to go through the keep. to there. Right. Yeah, the keep. Let's go in the keep. Yep. Okay, so you go into the keep and this octagonal keep is in better condition than the outer walls. But it has a lot of stones missing. It's 45 feet in height. It's divided into three floors. There appears to be the Great Hall where you entered. You can look up and you can see the roof. And there's stairs going down to what you presume is the dungeon. As you go into the Great Hall, which is assessed from the ground level of the courtyard, you see a spiral stone ramp that's 10 feet across and winds up the outside of the keep to a landing where the front door was once located. The doors fell, fall into pieces long ago, and all that's left is an empty doorway that leads into the Great Hall. The room inside is covered in broken masonry pieces of wood and which you believe might be droppings of some sort, whether they're bird or animal, you're not quite sure. The southeastern quarter is a winding staircase that leads to the bottom floor, which you presume would be the dungeon's or the basement, in this case, a dungeon. And the ceiling of the Great Hall has a 10-foot-wide hole in it, open to the sky that leads to the roof. There's a wooden staircase that went to that upper area. It is completely gone. It has <laughs> oh, been... It um, is completely gone and is been rotted long, long ago. So there is no easy way to get the, to the roof, although you could probably climb up there. So it looks like the Great Hall is in, actually, of all the places, in okay shape. Um, the roof has the stairs missing, and many, many support beams look like they're rotted through, and there's a 10-foot hole in the ceiling, and there is a staircase leading down to the dungeons. What do you do?
3: Dungeons? Is dungeons. Yeah. Uh, what. What is the time of the day, just for...
1: It's the late afternoon because you're at lunch, so it's about 4 o'clock. That's why I figured.
3: Okay, dungeons.
1: So you find the dungeon, and unfortunately, as soon as you try to go down the stairs, it is completely, completely blocked off with an enormous cave-in. There is no way to get in there. It looks like it is just gone. It is going to require complete... Clearing of the stonework and repairing of the stairwell to
3: get to the dungeon. Search for secret doors. First floor.
4: Okay. um, Wow. Do we have a map of this interior thing?
1: Nope. There's no secret doors. There is. You're like, wow, that is a massive collapse. And that is going to take a massive amount of manpower to clear out to get down there.
3: I mean, are we talking hours or months? I mean, what, what's a massive amount of? Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, what's again, the? That's too like, vague.
5: Like, what? Like, what's the? What's the man day? Like, if we could bust it down to man days. Like, it would take one man. You, you, you're, you're,
1: you're getting there. You're getting
4: there.
5: Uh,
1: you're getting there.
5: All right, I want
4: to investigate. I say, Nella, Nella. There might, there's some droppings here. You might see if you can identify this. There might be some something in here that flew in or something.
1: Oh the poo expert. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Right, I will go ahead and do a nature check on that. Uh so to clearing the dungeon, sorry, to evacuate the stairs will be at least twelve full days of work clearing that out successfully, too. So that's twelve days of work for one person minimal full days of work.
3: Well
5: or like one day for twelve people or one day for 12,
1: but it looks like that really won't be possible because there's be not enough room percent. for twelve yeah, people, gonna so a, you're going to have right, to figure right, out work right, right, ships. Right, 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 you're you're right. you're way jumping ahead, Seth. There's a
5: whole
1: yeah. system for this so, that we're going to get to. Yeah, okay. that's
5: what that's what I'm trying to figure All out. we are going to get what is what is the system that they you have because, because they do have something. We're not there yet. We're not there. You know,
4: a pack of dwarves could clear this out half a day. That's true.
1: You're not there yet because we're dwarves and we're good
3: at stuff. Yes. Uh, what about the nature check on the Dracons? Oh, the nature check on the droppings.
4: Yeah, Nella's doing it. He's the one who's doing <laughs> it. Am I rolling that or is that... Oh,
3: Nella's doing it? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, I called sorry. her over. Yeah. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. I yeah, just you, want to make you, sure that he didn't get lost in the.
1: Uh... Sorry, he did get lost. She looks at it and she knows that those are droppings from giant geckos. Oopsie. All right. They look semi fresh, but not like brand new.
3: And how giant are giant geckos? <laughs> Noah, do are you know? Are they dog-sized? Are they horse-sized? What sort of what are we looking at with giant geckos?
5: Yeah, and is that like giant geckos are are in this terrain, or is that giant geckos nest here next door and they'll be back? What yeah, kind of what kind of giant gecko? What actually, kind of giant gecko poo is that?
3: Is this triceratops droppings, or is this like <laughs> oh, something we might step in?
1: Uh giant geckos. They are medium sized they can climb on virtually any surface no matter how slick or sheer otherwise they're pretty basic. I mean yeah. they could they can bite you with their jaws but they're just animals. there's nothing they literally are geckos only bigger so um, like medium dogs or wolf yes, exactly oh, that's okay. they have no poison that you know of. No disease, no teeth. <laughs> they're, they're pretty straightforward. They're actually quite uh, easy to deal with. There is one very interesting thing, though, in this uh, great hall. And you notice it appears to be a table, a ceremonial table, cut out of the bedrock that's eight feet long and four feet wide. Ooh, what is that? That looks like an altar. Somewhere. Could be. I would like Could to be. examine that. Okay you examine that, Uh, you see this top is unadorned, but all the sides have carvings of writhing humanoid figures, and similar writing can be found on every wall of that item. Those carvings have also been terribly defaced with tools, and the writing is completely illegible at first glance. How about with a second glance? Okay, with a second glance, you know for a fact that this is a shrine to ugathia the pallid princess herself oh that's
4: not a good thing right that's a very evil god
5: yeah yeah that's that's bad okay so this this so this was evil this is like evil temple stuff
1: yes it looks extremely evil you have no idea what the writing is on this temple but you imagine that with many many days of deciphering ancient writing you can probably figure it out. Ooh. Maybe a week or so. <laughs> maybe
2: twelve uh,
5: days. <laughs> maybe
1: maybe six or seven days of uh figuring that out. You can figure
5: out what's on this. All way right, in. all right. Well, uh, so multi-tose. I love the idea. I love the idea of like the housing inspector coming in here and being like, "Yeah, you got some termites over here. You got some dry <laughs> rot over here, and you have a uh, dark temple to the pallet princess over here. Yeah, that, that's not up to code. That's <laughs> that's a problem.
4: Not to mention the iguana dropping.
5: Yeah."
3: Oh, so,
1: yeah
5: we gotta get animal control iguanas. Yeah, yeah
1: so here here's the best part uh, I'm gonna say you you go around you continue doing some searching and um, you don't find anything that really is you know bothering you and you put together the work list and uh, I got the full work list uh, ready for you here we go here here we go
3: oh my, oh my god oh my god that's a long list. Oh God! That okay. is the, that is this, that is, is a, a long- heap of chores. <laughs> All <laughs> long- right, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna read this. Clean the fort eight days. Clean the fort. Uh, uh, clean the fort. Uh, approach road eight days. Clean the fort courtyard eight days. Great hall eight days. Uh, roof eight days. PCs succeeded at rebuild, collapse stairs, clean the fort. Uh, okay, so there's, alright, that's a requirement. Once we get all that done, we can clear out the dungeon. Eight more days. The PCs succeeded at excavating the stairs. Uh, there's the ruined barracks. Another eight days. There's the cleanse the Sh- gothian shrine. Six days. Oh my god, once we do that, we can hire a sage, and there's uh, call, there's the class watchtower six days there's a lot there's, there's john there's... Th-
5: th- this this is the this is the property brothers adventure we're this, we're do- we're, we're in the home and garden network yeah we're, do- yes. we're doing the- <laughs> we're, we're doing a remodel this old house if you want to go back in time a little bit yeah writing
3: six days uh there's a uh, stairs below great hall 12 all days. i know is
5: this definitely needs an open plan kitchen that is all I know.
3: That's yeah. That's, halfway yeah,
2: through, plan. they're going to tell us they need some more money for that kitchen, so we're going to. Yeah, that's how they do. And then we don't get our cleanse dug up Yeah, this is a lot.
3: This is more than 150 gold. I'm thinking like, the, the outer wall is 18 days. There's the collapsed stairs again. 12 I like days.
4: Secretly plant the whisper lilies.
5: I like that. And I, I do like. I do like how there's like. We finish one thing; it unlocks the ability to do another. Yeah,
3: thing. yeah. So, all right. So let's forget about the four or five stages of unlocking things, and we're looking at immediately thirty-two days of working on the road, the courtyard, the great hall, and the roof. The road, I think, we can pass on. I mean, I, I'm
5: not entirely clear on exactly how these boxes get checked, though. Like, what mechanically has I, to occur? If this
3: is
2: anything like, uh, I'm thinking it might be. I think that every time one of us works on something, that clicks off one of these days. So yeah. if all five of us worked on it, that'd be five days checked off, and we can get the the uh, the farm hand and the and the youngins to help out. That might get us some more days checked off, and right. maybe we can some hire some people. more. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we can hire. Yeah, it might stone. be like a man it's... days thing. Yeah, yeah, we gonna right, get our hands right. dirty.
5: All right, oh, Dan, man. I, I don't know if we want to do this now or what, but I, I made a point of spending a lot of time getting to know that family to find out what they're what they're actually useful for. Uh, do I have an answer for that that could be applied to this problem? Like, I know that I know they're comp. You know, for example, I would know that the the mother is competent at being a maid, and so she can do to clean the fort. And the man actually is a carpenter, so he's useful for this. Like, do I know anything about that about the family or? They sound like they're just unskilled workers and they're useless, and there's really no help from them. Like, do I know and You know that about- they
1: have no specialties uh, whatsoever, and only the parents could help out, the kids could not. So, at most, the two of them would be able to help you out. And probably what you'll need to do is go around town and find out if there's any other specialties, such as carpenters, sage. Stone right? Made we know sense. that there are already. We're right, you know, that. of that, right? And right, right you're gonna right, have right. to convince them or talk to them and figure out who you want to get help. But, um, you figure that you each would be able to run a team of no more than three people, so at most you can. Use four people at a time, you and three others, to try to progress on something.
5: I see. okay, per so, we, so we have the part, so our maximum workforce is the party plus maybe like a maximum of three or something.
1: Well, three per person. Oh, per person. Oh, per yes. person. So each of you can handle three. So if you do the math, you know, that's three like times 20. five, that's 25 right. days a day. So that's these, a lot.
3: These are eight day yeah. increments. So we can get a ton done. Yeah,
1: you can get a lot done. A couple now, days. Now, of course, you need to actually make the rolls
5: and depending spend the on the rolls,
1: and spend the gold because people oh, are going to require money to the right. yeah. uh, so so, hire them.
5: Okay, so let me let me run through an example just to make sure I have the, I have this I have a, an understanding of the or we have an understanding of the mechanics. So let's take for example cleanse because this is something that we might be able to actually do in an interesting way. Cleanse the Ugathoan shrine, uh, religion. So it, it requires somebody being trained in religion. Is that what that religion means? Correct. Okay. And so it's six uh, man days. And so it takes six man days to accomplish the requirements. PCs this is cool. The PC succeeded in decipher ancient writings and you've trained uh, and you're trained in religion or hired a sage. So what I read from that is if we like amongst us, we have uh, this decipher ancient writing skill, like, or something like that. And we succeeded in a skill check for that. That would, that would satisfy that requirement. Somebody here is trained in religion, which that's uh, me. I'm uh, trained in that. that satisfies that that's requirement? Papers, so, so right for here. that, we would not necessarily have to hire a sage if we could decipher the ancient writings. Uh, Chris could be on that. Like Chris could be on that with three people. That's four people, and so that would mean it would be done. That would mean with the with the correct checks, that could be accomplished six days, four one for each person plus two more. So like like a day and a half or whatever.
1: Correct. So what would happen is you need someone who leads it and you can either lead it yourself as the PC or you can hire, if no one had religion, which is possible, you would have to find a sage, hire them and then they can take the lead and then everyone oh, else That is so them. cool. That so, is so cool. So only one person needs to take the lead. So for example, there's a lot of crafting in here, as you can see. So you need... Uh, people who are trained in crafting to actually, but some of them have to be experts, not just trained. Yeah, yeah, it says experts in crafting. Right, right. So you either, some say you have to be trained or you have to be an expert in that skill. And if you aren't that, then you have to find someone to hire them, and then you can be part of their work crew. And so it would be, you only need one. So I don't think any of us are an expert four. in anything, to be honest. I know, that's really frustrating. It's like, I it's actually like, am yeah, like, an
3: expert in something.
1: Well, there's a lot of crafting, and uh, there's some that you're trained, like repairing the barracks and repairing the, repairing the well. You just need to be trained. But some of the more complex ones like rebuilding this battlements that you need an expert so or you pay you, some or you hire, hire pay. a carpenter. Wait, Wait, right, right, a right. carpenter. Luckily yeah, we, we hire know special. the
3: rate of these guys it's like 1 silver a day. So that's like
1: Oh, know. it's going to be a little bit more than 1 oh, silver a hold day. Oh, <laughs> I don't <laughs> see. Oh. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: oh yeah that's uh, not yeah. negotiable. <laughs> oh, oh, we know what the rate is. Come on. So,
4: that, um, so that's going to intimidate them to get a better price. Yeah, that no, actually that, that, that will is be that
5: on, is not that's not, no, 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 that, that's not that's you, not what I am going to do.
1: You lose them forever.
5: <laughs> like no no yeah no no no. Like that no, that's that good, actually like can go very like badly. That, like that like that intimidation that is useful if like somebody is trying to pull some shenanigans on a, like if they're going to try to pull some shenanigans and we're kind of pushing back. It's kind of useful for that one interaction, but basically it compels somebody immediately. And then you they they're your enemy. It's, from it's from yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, not only that, they won't do it. Uh, it's it's actually not that much. It's three gold per day to hire three villagers per PC. So it's one gold per day per villager. That's what it's going to cost. All right, we can
4: sell. We can af- we can afford that.
5: And wait, and do, and what about the uh, what about the the husband and wife? One wife gold per day. Okay, so 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 they're, so <laughs> they're just the same. So they're Everyone's just people the that we have we have a, we have a relationship with. Like we didn't we didn't yeah. get anything better by. No, dance. and they
1: just have they just have no skills, so they are just an additional workforce. There's a lot of people with no skills. Can and we wire just-
4: the Black Lodge for more money?
1: Uh, you have 147 gold pieces. Oh my god, that's just so not enough. <laughs> uh, well, you better figure something out, or you have to. You don't. You don't cost anything. Yeah, uh, that's true. I mean, you might want to be very careful how you use your people and your own skills.
3: That's sets. true. We shouldn't spend gold if we don't need to. Like, there's no time limit for this. We have a month to get this done. And honestly, these eight-hour tasks, these eight-hour tasks. Yeah, we 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 basically are holding the place for a month. And these eight-day tasks between us, that's just like two days. And there's not that much You stuff. know,
4: in the cloud castles of the Dwarven Kingdoms, we used to work 27-hour days, by the
5: way. Huh. So get
2: used to that. It's easy to pull off when you can't see the sunset.
5: Yeah, this <laughs> looks great, but uh, it really looks like one person offline with a pen and paper just takes a little bit of time and figures this math problem out you know uh, like yeah. we have a certain we have a certain amount of money there's a certain number of things that have be done in a certain circumstance sequence and then certain things we have to hire people for and and we could kind of like reduce this whole sure. problem down to a couple of individual problems that are basically basically based on which like the, the stonemason we have to hire like which individual experts we have to hire for certain things in order to get stuff done right all right so for next time yeah 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 we're gonna like I think next time it's gonna be a lot of figuring this out, like you know, it's like like repair the barracks, repair the barracks, twelve days requirements you have to do to clean the fort, all right, so what's clean the fort clean the fort is uh clean the fort barracks clean the fort barracks, clean the fort, ruin barracks that just takes eight days, no requirements, so okay, so that's gonna be eight days we could do that then that'll unlock the ability to repair the barracks, repair the barracks is. Uh, that plus train and crafting. Well, like train and you crafting. To, I know what you're doing. That's Twelve days. Uh, Seth. I know what you know? you're
1: doing over the next couple of uh, days. Yeah, so like we, it. Like it's yeah. all. It's all. That. Of the worksheet. All right. I can. I can figure it out. So. I, I,
5: I'm actually. I'm not doing this offline. I'm not doing this offline. No, oh, okay. I, I you're I not agree, gonna do it offline. I, I, no, no, okay. no, 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 no. No, we got. We got to negotiate it.
1: Okay. Well, anyhow, this is the worksheet. You go through. Your Warcraft lore, you come up with this whole list, and you're like, "Holy moly, <laughs> this <is> a <laughs> lot of work to fix this thing up." They call this the money pit. <laughs> <laughs> it's good.
5: It yeah. Basically, is going to be the a money pit. pit. Yes, and there's and there's an Easter egg, secret plant, whisper lilies I know. special. Yeah, I like
3: that. Local special. Like um, that. I'm going to do this offline just to get a ballpark. That,
5: nice, is, go for it, John. That's smart. Good.
3: It's, yeah. It, it, honestly, good. you could do this on a napkin. This isn't that tough. This isn't tough. Like, uh, when I when I do this, it, it says clean the roof eight days. Like, this isn't actually sequential from top to bottom. Is that what I'm seeing? It, it's not. It's not. Okay. It hops around. Okay. It hops around. Uh, I might just reorder this. So yeah, do the
4: low-hanging fruit
3: first. Yeah. Maybe.
4: Exactly. Okay. Yep. We don't want to pay people. For to all all
3: also, it's it's
1: one more top thing top I bottom. forgot to tell you. Yeah that that is just what it costs. <laughs> I know, there's material. To hire the people, <laughs> you got material. you got permits, <laughs> you're going to... Okay, you don't have the permits, but there are materials costs and certain things like cleansing that shrine... You're probably going to need some rare incense and offerings, and they ain't going to be cheap. I guarantee that. Nella,
4: (laughs) since you're the expert, can you clear a hectare worth of lumber from us for the forest?
5: uh, When did I become an
4: expert in lumber clearing? (laughs) (laughs) One (laughs) hectare.
5: John, uh, I see what are the tasks is it requires a complete clean the fort great hall but if we complete but if we clean the great hall we can do excavate stairs below the great hall
3: yeah there's that might open up a
5: dungeon and that yeah, might, that might be a is, nice break to go this and explore is going dungeon to be
3: done there. in a flow chart exactly is, is what it's going to be do it's gated and there could be by some treasure we could tasks. put towards the uh, exactly we need more exactly money. exactly yeah.
5: there might be so might be something like that like we dig something out and that reveals something like, exca- like, like excavate PCO the stairs below the great hall this, because that. That is gonna dungeon level.
3: Yeah. You're going to have a cool, uh, I'll, I'll post to you guys. And even on the website, if you want, I'll make a little, uh, flow chart for this. This is actually really cool. I, honestly, this is a cliffhanger for a, yeah, a level kind of... designer. This is, this is, this is awesome. So I'm super stoked. This oh is God, exciting.
1: John is like going to lose his mind. Actually, lose
3: totally like well. what, what,
5: what might be, what might be at the bottom of that? Well, Oh, yeah. the well.
3: because i i see right now through this there's paths like, this is basically yeah a tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah it's, a, yeah, it's it a talent tree that we're unlocking and we're it gonna is. burrow down into one way or another but i'm gonna organize it so we can see the tail end to prioritize things that's awesome because that, unlocking one that. of these might make other tasks easier is what i'm hoping for like, so silly
5: so, that's silly. great. No, that's great. I mean, that's, that's that would be a way, way to, do to do it. Do it. smart.
3: This, this, is, this is a whole genre of games that I now want to start playing. This is that <laughs> yeah, with, that's smart. I <laughs> swear to God. Enjoy.
4: Yeah, Enjoy. I'm
3: putting down the uh the Pathfinder. Well, you know
1: what? Those Super lit, those lit RPG books that we read. Yeah, this that's is Dungeon all they do. Core. This yeah, is this Dungeon is Core right do. now. This is a Dungeon Core genre. Yeah, they have books on how to do this, Seth. You should read the books John and I read. That's I actually, I it's, really, it's, it's
5: pretty <laughs> funny because uh, coincidentally a big aspect, because we're talking about uh, Animal Crossing, that game Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing actually has this mechanic a lot. Uh, one of it, like there there are people that go so deep into, because they have they have genetics in the flowers and there's all kinds of genetic mechanics in the flowers and so to unlock really cool flowers you have to do so many steps that it's exactly like that tree. It's like plant this next to that, that's a 30% chance Ugh. of this. This plus this equals that. Very Isn't
4: much. that a child's game
5: did it's very deep you're right it is a child's game and i and, and and every child in the united states should get this game because it is it actually teaches a lot of really good lessons how does the quote go good. when i became an adult
4: i put away the childish things
5: Oh god! What are you talking? That's about? That's
4: the man. No, how many We're, we're playing some kind of Nick league game. Wait, fucking war.
1: Wait, wait, and wait, and wait, 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 You, you play World of Warcraft more than all of us. I know. Come on! Oh
5: combined. my, god. Oh my like,
4: god!
1: How old are those kids? You play with There's the World so of Warcraft? So much younger.
5: <laughs> no idea how old they are. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> That's really
1: funny. You're like, you're like, you're the old man. When we used to make What is <laughs> that Fortnite reference?
4: Really Fortnite is old.
1: I know. You don't have any. Yeah, I mean, they're yeah, talking about when Vanilla WoW about. come
4: out. They're like seven years old. I'm like, dude, I was like in my like, yeah, thirties. It's really, like really
1: Vanilla funny. WoW. I know, do you even mention John, or you're like, don't even bother. I don't
5: either. really know.
1: Yeah, because then you'll feel beyond old.
5: <laughs> that's really funny.
1: You're like, you're like, oh yeah, when I was eight, or not even eight. It's like when I was six, WoW came out, and we were like the alpha testers on that I fucking game. <laughs> like, I, uh, I named
4: my character in, in the alpha for, or the beta for classic uh John stats and people were like, "Oh, they're coming up. I'm like are you
1: the real John? <laughs> they're like, "No, but we know him." Yeah.
0: <laughs> You've been listening to Roll for Combat, Tales from the Black Lodge. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at rollforcombat.com. You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel at discord.rollforcombat.com. You've been listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember, it's all fun and games until the healer runs out of spells.